The following is paid commercial programming. Third-party rankings are no guarantee of future investment success. Working with a highly rated advisor does not ensure that a client or prospective client will experience a high level of performance. Investment performance is not an explicit criterion because clients' investments goals differ. These ratings should not be construed as an endorsement of the advisor by any client. Generally, rankings are based on information prepared and submitted by the advisor. Statements saying that we told our clients to be out of the market in 2008 referred to recommendations made by MMWKM's principals while employed at Eagle Strategies LLC. The team that manages accounts at MMWKM are the same individuals with that responsibility at Eagle Strategies and at Cambridge Research from 2009 to 2011. MMWKM was created in 2011 and uses the same exit strategy. A more thorough disclosure of the criteria used in making these rankings is available by contacting MMWKM Advisors, LLC. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Money Matters. And here's your host, Ken Moray. We're in the money. We're in the money. We've got a lot of what it takes to get along. We are in the money, the skies are sunny, an old man depression, you are through, you have done us wrong. Well, hello, hello, hello everybody and welcome back to Money Matters with Ken Morafe and of course I am your host, Ken Morafe. And this is the show where we talk about everything and anything in the world of retirement planning. We talk about the stock market. Of course, we're going to talk about the effects of the COVID-19 on our economy, on the stock markets. We'll talk about Social Security. We talk about estate planning, income tax planning. You name it, we talk about it. And we try to have more fun than a human being should be allowed to have when talking about all of this boring financial stuff. And this week... <laughs> well, thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, I got to tell you, this week, my uh, youngest daughter, Aspen, uh, is producing the show. And so she's uh, actually produced it in the past. So this is a repeat uh, production performance on her part. So Aspen. <laughs> and so you made me lose my train of thought. I was going to say that uh, I am your host, Ken Morafe, and I am a senior retirement planner and founder of Retirement Planners of America. And uh, we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning. So we work primarily with people who are over the age of 50, who are retired or retiring soon. And if that is you, we would love to see if we can help you. Our website is rpoa.com. And uh, recently, Barron's named moi, your faithful host, one of the top 100 financial advisors. And I'm very flattered and honored by that. But I can tell you, without our clients, we would be nowhere. So all you clients listening and those not, we thank you from the bottom of our hearts. So let me go over with you what we're going to talk about on this, our weekly excursion into the land of retirement planning. So first of all, I want to talk with you about, you may know this, that uh, we have a, a, a philosophy of managing our clients' money, which we call invest and protect. And uh, when we see danger, when our uh, strategy tells us that it is time to seek shelter, uh, we sell our equities and we sit on the sidelines. And that happened in early March. Actually, we sold the day before the pandemic was uh, officially announced, which is kind of a coincidence uh, and, and interesting. But be that as, as it may, we've been out of equity since then. And so right now, we're looking at when do we go back in and what are the things we want to look for. And one of the big words that we have with our investment committee is clarity. 
Okay, so if we're gonna go back in, we wanna have clarity because for us, our clients, like I said, they're retired or retiring soon. So uh, in general, these are our clients are looking to protect what they have and they're not so worried about you know making large returns as they are protecting what they have built. And so if we're gonna go in, we don't wanna go in and then see them lose their money. So we're looking at when would be the appropriate time. And so I'm gonna kinda give you a little bit of that discussion in our first segment, and I'm gonna entitle it, It's the Third Quarter, Stupid. And uh, that's a reference, if you don't remember it, from when uh, Bill Clinton was running for president, and he repeatedly, his people were telling him, Bill, it's the economy, stupid. And that was his way of staying focused on exactly what was the most important thing to the electorate at that time. And right now, we're looking at what is the most important thing we view to be what the investors are, are saying, and we think it's the third quarter. So I'll go over that with you in more detail. Now, also, unfortunately, one of the things that does exist in our country is age discrimination. And if you are over 50, the statistics show uh, in the last, for example, the last recession that people who were over 50 were generally the first ones to be let go, and they were the last ones to be rehired. And the also sad statistic is that a year and a half later, after the people who had been let go, 41% of people over 50 still had not found a job. And of those who had found a job, they were now working on average at 23% less pay than they got before they were let go. So that's the reality of it. So right now, in my opinion, if you're over 50, you need to be start. You need to start doing some planning because it's possible that you may not have a job if you've been uh, uh, let go or if you've been put on furlough until the end of next year. That would be a year and a half from now, approximately, right? So we're going to talk about five things that you should think about if you're over 50 and you were forced to retire or you were furloughed. Also, this week, I want to talk with you about social security strategies for married couples. I have some additional questions that I'd like to answer for you from uh, uh, married couples. So we'll talk about that and help you learn more about the complicated world of social security. Now, as I mentioned, our philosophy of invest and protect is the same philosophy that uh, uh, told us to sell in November of 2007 before the great financial crisis and to stay out for all of 2008 and didn't say to buy until June of 2009, so almost a year and a half at that time. Now, our strategy also at times will tell us to sell. For example, in, uh, in 2015 and 2018, uh, it said to sell, and it was not a bear market after all, uh, but it was a very dangerous time and we felt that it was appropriate to take evasive actions and when that happens you you could buy back higher than where you sold and so is that a bad thing so I'm gonna ask the question now and have you ponder it and I'll answer it later on as from my viewpoint and I'll tell you that what should you worry about most missing out on gains or missing out on losses which is the one that you should worry about the most? And we'll talk about that one later on in the show. Now, you know what, ladies and gentlemen? Most shows would stop right there. Most shows would say, you know what? If we did just that, we have done more than our listening audience could possibly want from a financial show. But on this show, do we stop there? No, we don't. We boldly go where no financial show has gone before. And therefore, at about 10 till, we will have our estate tip of the week. Now, this is the time of the show where we talk about how to pass on to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs. And I have to be careful when I say that because my own daughter is sitting in front of me here producing the show. <laughs> so you're not greedy, unwashed, or undeserving. I love you, and don't worry about it, okay? I love it! <laughs> But we're going to talk about how to create a tax-free for life inheritance. 
Aspen, would you like that if we did that for you? A tax-free for life inheritance. <laughs> so we'll talk about how to do that later in the, in the, uh, at about 10 till in, in our estate tip of the week segment. So, and by the way, as a firm, we have two goals for our clients. The first one being we want your money to last as long as you do. We want to support the lifestyle you want for the rest of your life. And then secondly, we want you to have financial peace of mind. We don't want you to worry about all this stuff. We want to worry about it for you so that you don't have to. Okay. And if we accomplish those two goals, we feel like we've done our job. So let's talk about the, uh, uh, you know, one of the things I want to talk about something real quick here that has been bothering me. And it's probably not appropriate for the show, but I don't care. It's my show. I'm going to talk about it anyway. You know, I was at the grocery store the other day with my wife, and I would say that probably 30% of the people in the grocery store were not wearing a mask, were not social distancing. And I mean, if you're one of those people, why are you not wearing a mask? Why are you not social distancing? You know, I mean, do you, you potentially are asymptomatic and potentially are carrying the virus and you potentially are are infecting other people if you what you have done is wrong yeah <laughs> you know i mean i just don't get why you would walk around in a grocery store without a mask the mask isn't intended you know if you think masks were not made to keep the surgeon from catching a disease from their patient they were designed to stop the surgeon from infecting the patient. So you wear a mask just as a courtesy to others to not infect them. And I don't know why you wouldn't do that and why you wouldn't social distance. I mean, it's like, I don't get it. But what, who, what do I know? I'm just a financial guy. Anyway, let's talk about it. So first of all, the, the uh, stock market, as you know, bottomed in, in late March. And it has been climbing like it's shot out of a cannon since then. Now, of course, it's had its ups and downs, but generally it's climbed quite a bit. And so why is that? And, you know, and it, there's this massive people you've probably seen headlines and articles about this massive disconnect. The market's going up, yet the economic news is terrible, unemployment, bankruptcies, you know, all this horrible finan financial and economic news. But yet the stock market just keeps going and going and going. And why? How can that be? What is this disconnect? Well, what you have to think about, in my opinion, is that the stock market is a future looking mechanism. It doesn't look at what's happening today. You know, when you invest, you're not investing for what's happening today. You're, you're usually investing for what you think is going to happen in the future. So when you're looking into the future, you say, will, will something be, you know, uh, more, will a, will a company have more profits in the future than it does today? Then I'm going to invest today because I want to get those profits. So what the stock market, in our view, is saying is, or the S&P 500 index is saying, is that we see, and generally the stock market looks six, six months to a year into the future. So the fact that it's going up the way it is, to us, says that investors are saying that six months to a year from now, we're, everything's going to be fine, the economy's going to be great, and all of this uh, virus stuff will be behind us, and we'll be back to where we were before it all started. So we're going to get incredibly horrible economic data here for the second quarter. We're going to see the numbers are just going to be disastrous. And in our view, investors are going to play through that and say, well, I already knew that. I don't care. It's no, you know, we've, already, we've already gotten through that part. And I think that's no matter how bad the news is. I think even if the news is twice as bad as expected, it's still going to not bother anybody because it's, yeah, we knew that. Okay, We didn't know how bad, but we knew it was going to be bad. But what eyes I think are going to be on is the third and fourth quarter of this year because all the assumptions, if you, if you go six months from March when it bottomed 
that puts you into September, October. And that's I, what we view is when people are hanging their hats on this recovery taking hold and everything's going to be hunky-dory. So if it's not, then the assumption behind this massive rally we've seen since the bottom goes away, and if it does, then we also see the rally going away. So in our view, July, August is what you need to keep your eye on. And what happens between now and then, you will be played through. So what does that mean to you? If you're over 50, if you are retired or retiring soon, this is a time, we believe, of great risk. And there's, I'm going to talk about in, in the next segment what you should be thinking about. There are five things that you should be thinking about in that regard. But in the meantime, we have three seminars uh, online. One is retirement strategies during these difficult times, social security strategies in today's world, and cybersecurity. If you're working from home, boy, do the hackers love you, okay? Not the same security as at work, maybe. So we're going to talk. Uh, we have three different seminars coming up online, virtual. Watch them from the comfort of your home at rpoa.com, our website, retirementplannersofamerica.com, R- rpoa.com. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about if you're over 50, five things to think about. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morafe. This is Money Matters with Ken Morafe, and of course, I am your host, Ken Morafe. Thank you, Aspen. I am a uh, senior retirement planner and founder of Retirement Planners of America. And we're a firm that specializes in uh, retirement planning. So we work primarily with people who are over 50, who are retired or who are retiring soon. And if that is you, then this show's designed for you. Our website is designed for you. And, uh, you know, I just want to tell you a quick plug here. We've got three upcoming uh, uh, virtual seminars that you can watch. So rather than binging Netflix and all this stuff, binge on financial stuff that may help your fin- your uh, finances. Maybe there's some value there. We have lots of content on our website. We have podcasts. We have articles. We have uh, videos galore. And uh, we have three coming up this week on retirement strategies during these difficult times. We have social security strategies in today's world and cybersecurity. One of the things, if you're working from home, is your security at home may not be the same uh, cybersecurity that you had at work. And so you may want to, uh, and and the the bad guys are very aware of that, I would say. And uh, so some ideas for you on that. All designed for those of you, as I said, who are over 50. So if if that's you, our website is rpoa.com. And uh, recently, Financial Times named our firm uh, one of the top 300 uh, uh, investment advisors, uh, uh, in, uh, and we're very proud of that, of course, but uh, we owe that to our clients. And without our clients, we would be nowhere. So all you clients listening right now, we love you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, one of the things that uh, has happened, unfortunately, with the coronavirus and, and uh, the stoppage of the economy is the unbelievable number of people who have lost their jobs, have been furloughed, um, and, and, uh, and, and all of that. And according to a, a, a study from the 2008 uh, recession, the people who are over 50 tended to be the first people who were let go, and people over 50 were tended to be the last people hired. And the statistics are very bad from that standpoint. And and basically, it says that there is such a thing as age discrimination still. Uh, And a year and a half after the the people who had lost their jobs, 41% of the over 50 people still were unemployed. So what that means is, is that 
if you're going to plan ahead, and as a planner, that's what I do. I plan for the worst and hope for the best. I don't plan for the best and hope the worst doesn't happen. And my view is that if you're okay under a worst-case scenario or, or a bad scenario, you'll be okay under something better than that. So planning for that is important in my view. And so if you're one of those people, the 41%, it's possible that you may go a year and a half without a job. Now, the other thing that is not very good about all this is that the average – wage that people over 50 got when they finally did get a job coming out of the recession in 2008 was 23% less than what they were being paid before they were laid off. So you have to plan for that too, in my opinion, because if you don't and you it happens to you, then you could be in a, in a bad situation. So you, you, you should think, in my opinion, what what could happen if you don't have a job for a year and a half through the end of next year, and then when you finally do get a job, that your income will be 23% less than what you had before. So if we start with that scenario, now we have to start, we have to start thinking about what kind of planning should we do to, to uh, adapt or, or uh, compensate for that. So here are five things for you to think about. The first one, as I just said, is, is really think realistically about what your chances of employment are. Okay, and take those statistics that I just gave you seriously, because, you know, hopefully you'll get a job next week. You know, I, I was talking to somebody whose uh, sister got a job um, and she, not only did she she was laid off from the job she had, she just got a new job and she's making more money than she did before. So it, it's not going to happen to everybody. You know, every, some people may end up better off, but I think we should plan for for that. The second thing is to evaluate your financial situation. Okay, so um, if you're forced into early retirement, in my view, you should take a look at your entire financial picture. Look at all the sources of income that you'll have during your retirement. Take a look at all of your expenses. You know, look at the benefits you have through work, uh, all those kind of things, your 401k access to money, all those kind of things uh, should be part of the planning that you're going to be looking at, okay? And everything is on the table at this point. If you have two cars and you only need one of them, it may be time to sell that second car. It may be time to downgrade the house you're in. There's all kinds of thoughts that you need to put on the table. Everything in our view should be considered. Now, does that mean you're going to do all of them? No, but you should at least think about them. The other thing is make adjustments uh, to how you're investing in your uh, retirement accounts. You know, one of the things that we believe right now is really important for those of you who are over 50 is to make sure that you are de-risking. And what I mean by de-risking is you need to look at how risky is your portfolio relative to what you're facing. And so it may be that you should be more conservative than you are and that kind of thing. So take a look at how you're invested, your retirement plans, all that kind of stuff. The other thing is, you know, think about taking Social Security early. Those of you who are 62 or older, it's a good time to be looking at that. There, there is a uh, – in Social Security, uh, in the rules where you can actually take your Social Security and as long as you pay back the benefits that you've taken within a year – it's essentially an interest-free loan. So you can you can look at how to get money from Social Security if you feel that you're going to have a job or savings that you'll be able to access uh, later on to repay that, or maybe you just continue getting your Social Security. So strategies around Social Security are very important also to be considering. And then healthcare considerations. You know, uh, one of the things that is obviously very important is that if you're not 65 yet, then you're, pro you're not going to have Medicare. So therefore, you've got to look at uh, how are you going to cover for your 
healthcare. Uh, there's uh, COBRA, which is the benefits you can get after you uh, no longer work somewhere. A lot of things to be thinking about in that area as well. Now, our uh, retirement planners are coached and uh, trained and uh, are knowledgeable in all the areas that I just described. And the, the team that guided our clients through the 2008 credit crisis recession is the same team that is here today managing our firm now and helping our clients. And we would love to help you get through this crisis as well. And we see it as a two-stage thing. One is get through this period, this next year and a half, let's say. Uh, but then let's get you to retirement also. Let's talk about still planning for that. Let's not give up on that goal. Um, we have a huge valley right now that we need to get through or a, or, a, or a stoppage, but that doesn't mean that everything is over necessarily. So let's look at uh, building a plan for you to get through, your, through to your retirement as well. So we want to do I all of better already. Whoa, <laughs> he feels better already. <laughs> so we want to help you with all of those things. And if you go to our website, it's rpoa.com. That's retirementplannersofamerica.com. And uh, when you're there, you can click on meet with an advisor. We'll sit down with you. We'll review your entire financial picture. We'll build a cash flow plan for you. Uh, we'll look at how much money you'll need to retire on. We call that your magic number. Uh, we'll do a lot of things for you at no charge or obligation. And if we can help you, that's just fantastic. We're so happy. And if we can't, we're going to tell you that too. So either way, there is no charge, there's no obligation, and we will part friends. Okay, so go to our website, rpoa.com, and uh, and visit with one of our retirement plans. And we're doing it virtually, okay, so you can uh, you can stay home, and we'll, we'll visit with you over Zoom or something like that. All right, so um, rpoa.com. All right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about social security strategies for married people. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Moray. This is Money Matters with Ken Morayf, and of course, I am your host, Ken Morayf. Thank you, Aspen. I am Senior Retirement Planner and uh, Founder of Retirement Planners of America, and we're a firm that specializes in retirement planning. So we work primarily with people who are over 50, who are retired or retiring soon, and uh, we want to help you with your retirement planning, obviously, uh, social security planning, income tax planning. We want to look at doing cash flow planning, which I believe is the most important thing of all. You know, there's an old expression that I subscribe to, which is happiness is a positive cash flow. And I think that that's a good thing. And so we want to help build a positive cash flow. And, you know, for, for our clients and for you listening to this show, we have two goals. The first one being we want your money to last as long as you do. Okay, we're not here to make you rich quick. We're here to keep you from becoming poor. And I think you understand the difference between those two. And then secondly, we want you to have financial peace of mind. Okay, so we don't want you to worry about all this stuff. We want you to be able to sleep at night and, and not worry because we're worrying about it for you. And if we can accomplish those two things, then I think we've done a good thing. And uh, no doubt about it. Yes. And uh, recently, uh, 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 Forbes named our financial advisory firm one of the top 100 wealth managers. And of course, we're very proud of that. But without our clients, we would be nowhere. So all you clients, we thank you. And if you're not a client, our website is rpoa.com, where you can learn more about us. So this is the part of the show where I talk about Social Security. And so I want to read, uh, read you some questions here that uh, I have. Uh, first one here is, uh, I am 66, and I claimed my Social Security when I was 62. Uh, my wife is 64 and has not yet claimed. Now, 
is she, number one, eligible to do a restricted application? And the answer is she is eligible, but not until she is 66. So what is a restricted application? A restricted application is where you say that you want to file on your spouse's benefit and you want to get half of theirs and let yours continue to grow until you start collecting it later. Okay, that's called a restricted application. So the first question that this uh, here is, is she eligible for the restricted application? The answer is no, because she's 64. Now, when she turns 66, she will be. Now, the second part is, if so, when she files for her spousal benefit, will she get half of my current benefit, which is about $1,900, or half of what I would have received had I waited till I was 66, which is $2,533? Well, the answer is that she can get half of yours at 66, which is the 2,500. Not half of what you're getting, half of what you would have gotten had you filed at age 66. All right? Big, very important uh, thing to know about. Now, part three of this, this is a good question. Then the next question is, she could then file when she's 70 on her own benefit. She can switch to her own and collect that one at 70. And that is correct. Okay, so number one, yes, she can file a restricted application, but no, not now. She's 64. Wait till 66. Number two, yes, she will get half of yours or hers, whichever is the higher, but it's half of yours at age 66, regardless of when you started collecting yours. It's not what you're getting. It's what you would have gotten at 66 had you uh, uh, collected then. And then thirdly, if she does that, yes, she can wait until she's 70 or some other age in the future and then convert back to her own. Okay, now, next question is kind of similar, all right? So we'll, we'll kind of answer it in a different way. So this one here is, I'm 75, and I started collecting when I was 65. My wife is 64 and wants to start taking spousal benefits without affecting her, her delayed credits. So what do we know already from the previous question? No, she can't do that yet because she's 64. She needs to wait till she's 66, so two more years. Now, can, uh, can she start taking her benefits now? Nope, she's got to wait. Can she get her delayed credits until she's 70? Yes, she can. So if she doesn't collect hers, she collects on yours, then hers can continue to grow her benefit that she's going to get until she claims it at 70. And so she has to wait till she's 66, and then uh, because you cannot file a restricted application until you're 66, all right? Or your, your normal retirement age, to be more specific. So some food for thought there. Now, you know, Social Security is extremely complex, and uh, our retirement planners uh, are, uh, have taken a class on that, a six-week program, to get them to be as knowledgeable as, as, uh, as we can uh, on Social Security to help you to make these kinds of decisions. And if you take Social Security in the wrong order or you don't do it properly, you could, you could leave a lot of money on the table. And a few hundred dollars may, uh, a month is a lot of money, but you add it up over years, decades, it adds up to hundreds of thousands potentially. So the important thing there is to talk with somebody before you start collecting and, and uh, help them walk you through the rules and help you to do it correctly. All right. So if you want to do that, you can go to our website. It's rpoa.com, retirementplannersofamerica.com. And uh, when you're there, you can click on MIT meet with an advisor and we'll sit down with you and help you to build a financial plan. Now, we don't want to only talk about Social Security with you. We want to talk about your income taxes and see if we can help you there, your estate planning. We want to talk about uh, if you've been laid off or furloughed, what to do uh, your planning there. We want to talk about uh, cash flow during your retirement. Lots of stuff, just a big picture, help you to build a plan. So rpoa.com is where you go. Now, 
We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about what should you worry about most, missing out on gains or missing out on losses. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morafe. This is Money Matters with Ken Morafe, and of course, I am your host, Ken Morafe. Thank you, Aspen. And ladies and gentlemen, as you know, we like on this show, we like our bonds shaken and not stirred. And apparently a lot of the other shows, they stir their bonds. Oh my. If Sean Connery knew about that, ooh, you do not want to see Sean Connery angry. That's not a good thing. Anyway, we are back. This is Money Matters with Ken Morafe. I am your host, and I am senior retirement planner and founder of Retirement Planners of America. And uh, we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning. So we work primarily with people who are over 50, who are retired or retiring soon. So if that is you, then uh, you know we'd love to meet you and see if there's a fit. Our website is rpoa.com. And recently, Barron's named moi, your faithful host, one of the top 100 financial advisors. And of course, I'm very proud of that. But without our clients, I would be nowhere. So um, all of our clients, we love you, love you, love you. And we have two goals for our clients. The first one being we want your money to last as long as you do. Okay, so what does that mean? It means that we want to support the lifestyle that you want and have your money support that for the rest of your life. And so that's goal number one. And goal number two is we want you to have financial peace of mind. We don't want you to worry about all this stuff, okay? Uh, We want to worry about it for you so that you don't have to. And so one of the things that we believe is important to do that is to have a strategy or a, a philosophy of principal protection, protecting what you have. Because we're not here to make you rich quick. We're here to keep you from becoming poor. And there's a huge difference between those two things. So... I'm going to ask you a philosophical question, uh, ladies and gentlemen, and I'll ask you to ponder it, and then I will endeavor to give you my view of what the answer should be. All right? So the the question is this. What should you worry about uh, the most? Missing out on gains or missing out on losses? Which one should you worry about the most? Okay, so that was your moment to ponder. So now I'm going to tell you what I think. I think it depends on your age. It depends on your, uh, what your goals are. There's a lot of things that go into that. But I would generally say that if you are over the age of 50, if you are within five years of retirement, or you are within uh, or the first five years of your retirement, that, ten, that decade, that 10-year period, we view that as the most important decade of your entire financial life. And the reason why we say that is because if you have done a tremendous job of investing and saving and uh, you know, you've grown your portfolio, you've got a nice nest egg, and now you wanna, you're within five years of retirement, and something like 2008 or the Great Depression, God forbid, comes along and wipes out uh, you know, half of your money, then what happens then is your ability to retire now is significantly impaired in my view, right? Now, if you are in the in the five years, the first five years of your retirement, many studies have shown that it's the beginning of your retirement that is the most important time when, when losses can affect you. Okay, so if you take a big loss early in retirement, then your ability to support the lifestyle you want during your retirement becomes very difficult as well. So that decade is extremely important in our view to be very very uh, cognizant of protecting principle. So in our view missing out on gains and and it's 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 almost a binary uh, decision. What I mean by that is that if you're going to be conservative so as to avoid taking large losses, 
then it's almost by definition that you're all by being conservative that you're you're not going to be able to make the high returns that you would if you were going to be more aggressive okay so it's a trade-off you have to decide which way you want and if the thing is that that missing out on gains is going to hurt you the most financially then what that implies in our view is that you you're probably younger and and you have time and you want to be more aggressive with your investments and so to grow them and all of that but if your concern is missing out on losses, you, you'd rather do that, is to miss out on losses, then probably you're within that, that five years on one side or the other of your retirement. Now, our strategy, we, uh, we have a strategy which we call invest and protect. And this strategy is where if we view that the downside risk for our clients is that they could, they could experience large losses, then we want to take them out of harm's way. We wanna go and put them aside. And so in November of 2007, our strategy said to sell. And so we sold out of equities at that time. And we told our, our clients to stay out for a, almost a year and a half until June of 09 before we bought back. Now, in 2015 and 2018, we had times when our strategy said to sell. We were faced with what we thought was significant downside risk. And so we actually exited the markets at that time, the stock market. And in, that, in those scenarios, what happened was the market bounced back and we bought in actually higher than where we sold. And that is the trade-off with our strategy. You know, it is possible that you could end up buying higher than where you sold. But in our view, protecting against that downside risk is, is the most important thing. So let's look at what's happened this year. So in early March, we said to sell. And in fact, the S&P 500 index dropped 22% more after we said to get out uh, then uh, and now it's bounced back. As I record this show, we are sitting at about four, a little over four percent higher than where we sold. However, we've given a, you could say we've missed out on four percent in that scenario. In our view, that's worth it. Okay. Yes, we could miss out on some gains, but we're not worried about that as much as we are that big down that happened and how bad it could have gotten. And by the way, we're not convinced that this is over. If you listen to the first segment of the show, we believe there's a strong possibility that the market could go back and revisit the, some of the lows that we saw back in March. Okay, so we don't know that it's over yet. And we've seen these kind of rallies in Y2K and in 2008 and other bear markets. So it's not a foregone conclusion that we have missed out on anything. But the important thing is that if there's massive risk coming towards our clients, we want to protect you from that to keep you from, ex from having to unretire or having you to not be able to retire in the first place. So our philosophy of invest and protect is not perfect and I don't profess it to be, but it is something that we use to help us achieve the goal of financial peace of mind, and we hope to also achieve the goal of uh, your money lasting as long as you do. Now, if you are over 50, if you are retired or retiring soon, we have several uh, virtual seminars going on. They're live, but they're virtual, so you can watch them from the comfort of your home. And uh, we have three of them coming up, one on retirement strategies during these difficult times. We have some thoughts and ideas for those of you who are over 50. We also have social security strategies that you might want to use uh, currently and or, or just in general on when to uh, um, apply for social security, how to do it, et cetera. And then cybersecurity. One of the things that people are need to be aware of right now is when you're working from home, you may not have the same security protection on your work as you did when you were at work. 
Okay, so there are some ideas we're going to be talking about in our cybersecurity uh, uh, seminar. So it's all at our website, rpoa.com. All right, we are going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about how to pass on to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs the fruits of your labor tax-free. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morafe. This is Money Matters with Ken Morafe, and of course, I am your host, Ken Morafe. Thank you, Aspen. My uh, daughter is producing the show uh, this week, and uh, she's she actually has produced a show on uh, previous times over the years, and uh, she's back in town. She's about to start her new job. She graduated from grad school with a business analytics degree. We're all very I pr- love it. <laughs> We're all very proud of her, and uh, she starts sometime in June, as I understand, right? Is that when you're starting? Yes. Yeah, so she's home for a while. Uh, we, when she came home, we were all scared that she was going to infect us with the virus. So we were like spraying her down and uh, and uh, making her wash her hands and masking her and all the rest of it. But now she seems to be virus free and we're safe. So anyway, we are back. This is Money Matters. I am your host, Ken Morafe, and uh, I am senior retirement planner and founder of Retirement Planners of America. And uh, we're a firm that specializes in retirement planning. We work primarily with people who are over 50, who are retired or retiring soon. And if that's you, then uh, this show is designed for you, and our firm is also designed for you. And uh, our website is rpoa.com. If you'd like to uh, binge watch a bunch of financial stuff that I think would help you way more than binge watching Netflix, okay? Not to say bad things about Netflix, because I I think Tiger King is a worthy thing to spend your life on. But uh, maybe some Social Security planning ideas might be a better use of your time. I don't know. Just me. But anyway, uh, so this is the part of the show where we talk about how to pass on to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs the fruits of your labor. And yes, Aspen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm talking about you, Aspen. So we're going to talk this week about uh, tax-free for life. So this is a strategy that uh, we think could help your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs to have a tax-free for life inheritance. So... Um, If you have IRA money that you are anticipating that you may never need and you want that IRA money to go to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs, then a strategy you may want to consider is to actually convert the IRA to a Roth IRA, R-O-T-H. Now, why would you want to do that? Well, the Roth IRA can be inherited, and the heir can now own that Roth IRA as if it had been theirs for the entire time, and distributions from Roth IRAs are tax-free to them, and all of the gains inside of that Roth IRA are also tax-free. So you, you're imagine if you were to inherit an account where all the gains are tax-free for the rest of your life, and all the distributions from it are tax-free as well. Wouldn't that be a nice thing? I think you like that, huh, Aspen? You want that? (laughs) Would that be good for you? (laughs) So now, there is a price of admission for this strategy, and that is that when you convert an IRA to a Roth IRA, it is a taxable event. So meaning that when you convert it, the dollars that you convert to a Roth IRA are, generally speaking, a taxable are taxable to you. 
Okay, so if you convert, for example, $50,000 of a traditional IRA to a Roth IRA, then that $50,000 would be taxable income to you. So one of the things that we look at when we're talking to a client about uh, um, utilizing the strategy is what's called tax bracket management. Okay, because let's say you have a, let's use a nice number, $1 million IRA, and you decide to convert the whole thing. Well, guess what? You're going to have a million dollars of taxable income in that year. That's going to push you to the highest tax bracket, and all of a sudden, you're paying hundreds of thousands of dollars in taxes. So we don't want that to happen. So what we look at is tax bracket management, which means that how much taxable income do you have this year, and what amount of additional taxable income would push you into the next highest tax bracket? That gap might be an opportunity of money that we could convert to a Roth and still keep you in the same tax bracket that you are in. Okay, so that's called tax bracket management. And also, you know, we believe that taxes will be higher in the future. And so it might be a good idea to convert at today's low tax rates before that happens. After all, all the stimulus, you know, we think somebody's got to pay it back and it's going to have to be, uh, you know, maybe with taxes. So we're, we're concerned about that. And this may be a way to mitigate taxes in the future. All right. So uh, that's the strategy. Not for everybody. Make sure you talk to a professional about it. And uh, if you'd like to do that, let me make a suggestion. If you go to our website, it's rpoa.com, retirementplannersofamerica.com. And uh, when you're there, you can click on meet with an advisor. And what you can do is you can sit down virtually, we're doing them virtually now, uh, with one of our retirement planners. And uh, we'll sit down and talk about uh, that strategy with you. We'll also talk about uh, when and how to take social security. We'll talk about uh, building a cash flow retirement plan for you so that we can look at the ins and outs of your money during your retirement and before. We'll look at how to get you through the next couple of years if you uh, have uh, been furloughed or lost your job and then want to build for retirement after that. We'll look at the whole picture, everything that you'd like to talk about, we'll address with you. We'll do it at no charge or obligation. And if we can help you, that's fantastic. If we cannot, that's fine too. Either way, no charge, no obligation, and we will part friends. Okay? Oh well, you know what, Dorothy? It may be too wonderful to be true, but it actually is true. <laughs> so now also, if you don't want to talk directly with one of our retirement planners, you can attend our seminars. We have retirement planning strategies during difficult times. That's one. Number two is social security strategies in today's world. And also we have a cybersecurity virtual seminar coming up next week. So uh, find that on our website, different times. And, uh, and uh, also uh, we'll look forward to seeing you there. All right. So we're going to wrap it up. Um, it's the end of the show. I cannot believe how fast it's gone. I hope you've enjoyed uh, listening to it as much as I've enjoyed making it for you. We'll see you next week. Same time, same channel. Bye-bye, everybody. Of course not. It's only the beginning. Information presented should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any of the securities mentioned. None of this show's content should be viewed as personalized investment advice. A professional advisor should be consulted before implementing any of the strategies presented. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk and therefore can be no assurance that any specific investment or strategy will be suitable or profitable for a client's portfolio. The tax and estate planning information offered on this program is general in nature. Always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. 
situation. Sound effects or anecdotes should not be construed as an endorsement of Ken Morafe or MMWKM Advisors, LLC. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability.